Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. You know what it is. We draft the best random topics straight from the tip of your tongue so that you don't have to waste your time debating the best songs, movies, or in today's case, Adam Sandler movies. The Sandman. Oh, yeah. We've got you covered. All you've got to do is listen and then vote for your favorite team after you do that online. On the social medias. I'm Ben Jamin, and I'm joined by the regulars, Matt and Dylan. Hello. Nobody in the hot seat, but we don't need them. Shut up. <laughs> I like it. It was a great attempt at Adam Sandler. Yeah, it's hard doing an Adam Sandler impression. He's so talented. Adam Sandler movies is the topic, but we need to roll the dice first. So let's get that jam going. Yeah, who's got the dice? Oh, I do. Okay, yeah. here we go. Let's see what it gives me. Uh Oh my oh, god, whoa. I've got 30? a perfect 30. You son of a Sheesh. bitch. Jeez, I honestly did not see that coming. I've got a 7. Oh my gosh, am I not going to be at the end for once? You're going to get a 1, come on. Shut up, don't put that on me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That That's, was so cold. That was cold, that was mean. Cold-blooded. Alright, here we go. 19, the streak is over. Hi I'm, I'm rolling second. All right, look who's back in the wraparound. Back in the wraparound. Oh, Matt, you are back in the wraparound. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has. There was a time where that was your, that was your place. And, I, and hey, I'm, I'm. I will admit, I'm not too good for my home there. It seems like that's my home away from home. Yeah. Just go to your home. Are you too good for your home. Are you too good for your home. So, kick us off, Mister Dylon. All right. Oh, there we go. Nice. Um, okay. Well, there are a lot of... <laughs> In case you forgot. Yeah. There's uh, over 40 Adam Sandler movies to pick from. So there's no short of genius here. Genius. Like, the best work. Let's be real. The gentlemen. creme de la creme. Yeah. Um, when we're talking about film. Um, I'm going to have to go with probably his crowning achievement. It is an animated feature. A oh, little Jesus. A holiday shindig oh called Eight gosh. Crazy Nights. Dude, I I did not see that when it came out. Um, definitely. It's a sleeper of a movie, too. Not a lot of people watch it. No, not a lot of people watch it or talk about it. But, man, it is so fucking funny. The songs are funny. The characters are funny, if not terribly inappropriate. Oh, the um, old couple, my God. The old couple. God. Um, Would you like to try my matzo balls? Um, oh, we got to rub my feet. Like in the classic Adam Sandler voice. And all, all like the poop. and. Oh, oh my God. God. It's a, it is a film that is absolutely for children. Like it, like, but adults who think like children. Yeah. Yeah. And Adam Sandler's character, vile. Absolutely vile in that movie. piece of shit. <laughs> and then you find out it's because his parents died. Yeah, in he, a got car all, he got yeah. all messed up. He's got mm -hmm. childhood trauma. Yeah, but uh, nevertheless, and it, uh, you know, like a typical Sandler film, uh, at least from the Happy Madison camp, it ends on a heartwarming, sweet note. So that's that's nice. Um, no spoilers from my end. Uh, just just a great movie all around. You know, you get some holiday. Hanukkah cheer. How many Hanukkah movies are there out there anyway? Not many. Let's be real. Yeah. Like Adam Sandler representing with a Hanukkah movie. And he wrote the Hanukkah song. 
Yeah, he wrote the Hanukkah song. Uh, is there there? I can't remember. Is there a special rendition of the Hanukkah song in that movie? I think so. Maybe not though. God, that song's so good. So good. Okay, yeah, Eight Crazy Nights. That's my number one pick. It's a good pick. I wouldn't have picked it first, but it's a good pick. Yeah, I don't know that you need to pick it first. It's got a, oh man, it's got some good lines in it. Also, love that like the character is like, yeah, he looks. You know, they did a pretty good job at animating. Biatch. Eat that nut strap. Smelly. Smelly you later, poopsicle. Where he like freezes. I think he freezes Whitey, the little old guy, in poop. Yeah. <laughs> Smelly you later. <laughs> does make me want to rewatch that, though. That's for sure. Uh, I'll probably watch it. Why not? Dude, think it, that is some that is some profound droppage of knowledge. <laughs> Foul! You go to sleep in Dukesbury. You wake up in Pukesbury. You go to sleep in Dukesbury. You wake up in Pukesbury. Jeez, knowledge. That sound was the sound of a porta potty falling down a hill after being pushed by Adam Sandler's asshole character. Uh, the worst has happened. I'm covered in human species. I should probably spray you off. God, oh, foul. Smell you later, poopsicle. <laughs> the classic Sandler laugh. Uh, okay, this is uh, this joke is awful. Uh, all the jokes are awful. This is fat shaming, but this is an example of something that was in the film uh, from Whitey. I'll do the Whitey voice. Foul on this kid for eating everything in sight. Jelly jugs. The next time you come onto my court, you better wear a bra. Okay. <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh my god! Yeah, it's a fat boy, which is hilarious. Jesus, he's got huge man titties. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Thanks, Adam Sandler. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Yeah, I have the number two pick. There's a bunch of serious movies that he's in, you know, and Uncut Gems, good movie. The Merout, the Merowitz stories. I think I started watching that, and then I was bored out of my mind. I'm sure Dustin would love it. <laughs> Shout out, Dustbuster. Uh, we miss you, old Dutch. Punch Drunk Love, Funny People. Yeah, okay, you know what? Screw all those movies. I grew up on Adam Sandler, his comedy. Yep. A lot of people are going to say, like, Wedding Singer is his best comedy. It's got Drew Barrymore. Those two are... A really good combination together. They've done three movies together. I, by my count, maybe more. Anyways, I'm not picking that. I'm picking Happy Gilmore. Yeah. It's all about the golf movie. God damn, that movie is so good. Shooter. Shooter. Dude, Ben Stiller in that movie. <laughs> oh, well, now Sick. your fingers are going to... No, oh, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping, dude. <laughs> 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 uh, it's some high quality shit. 
<laughs> Happy is an aspiring hockey amateur hockey player who can never seem to make. Is it is it a semi pro team that he's trying? Yeah, out he's, for he's trying beginning? to make like, like basically. It seems like like a yeah semi pro beer league team or something like mm-hmm. that. Can't even make it. He's known for having a hot shot, but also a hot temper. And I love that montage in the very beginning where he's talking about all the jobs he's had, and in everyone he's finding a way to like piss or. Like hump somebody, yeah, just hump yeah. something. Pretty good. Um, then they find. Then he 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 just goes to the golf course because he's going to use the batting cages. Ooh, three hundred sixty-four days until hockey tryouts. Yeah, he's <laughs> just getting pounded in the chest with fastballs. As a kid, that was one of my favorite scenes because when he walks out, the the fat kid goes in there. And then it shoots him with the ball, and the sound he makes is like, uh! <laughs> <laughs> and then similarly, later in the film, when he's playing against Shooter towards the end, and the crazy guy drives the Volkswagen yeah, like through behind, the main, I don't know the girl's name. Uh, but Virgi- she's, Virginia, I think, yeah. She's like, happy look out, uh! Happy look out! <laughs> yeah, just the way she says it is, is clowning. But but yeah, dude, Schumer Gavin in that shoot great villain. I eat piece oh, yeah. of shit like you for breakfast. You eat piece of shit for breakfast, dude. And again, no. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna go make it out of clay. What do you say? Uh, another great quotable film. Maybe of we course. should get some hay. Maybe we can lay down by the bay. What do you say? We just may. <laughs> <laughs> when Bob Barker. Punches him, he like kicks Adam Sandler's ass in the film. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> God, and then he, he's got like the kid as his caddy in the beginning. He's like, Where were you on that one, dipshit? And then he's got like the homeless guy becomes like his caddy. He does all sorts of little hijinks of like he's wearing one, sh- he's like, yeah, the, I think it sounded downhill and to the left. He's like, no, no, that's because you're not wearing, wearing a shoe. shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. I hope. I honestly they, hope that they make a sequel to this and do it as like the senior tour, where they're both old, oh. but they're still doing all sorts of hijinks and whatnot. <laughs> what made it a great <laughs> sports movie is there was lots of golf happening. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There was there was a lot of goofy <clears throat> shit happening, but he was golfing a lot. That sound effect. And he did it over them mountains. He would do the running approach. Oh, yeah. Everybody, and everybody's tried to do that ever since. <laughs> and he's wearing the big, like, Timbaland boots. He's like, wearing a he, hockey jersey and sweatpants. He's crazy. Carl Weathers. Damned alligator just popped up, cut me down in my prime. <laughs> hey, chops. I took one of those Why bastards I? out. <laughs> you took chops' his hand. <laughs> he says, wouldn't let me play on the pro tour anymore. Oh, why? Because you're black? No. <laughs> Damn alligator. Bit my hand off. Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't call him like a racist piece of shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, you sick son of a bitch, Chubbs. And then that's when the kid gets hit. And he's like, oh. <laughs> or the I won't kiss you all over and over and again. I want to kiss you all over. Dun, dun, dun. Till the light closes in. 
It's all in the hips, baby. It's all in the hips. All you're gonna in die, clown. The hips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very quotable movie, without a doubt, one of the best sports movies ever made. And this is this would have been my one A Happy Gilmore. Thank 1A. you. Mm-hmm. And that is actually my pick. Yeah. Good job. Thanks for very the good. Very Excited good. to hear what you're gonna pick, Maddie. Well, I'm going with one B, which is. Billy Madison, another right in Sandler's mm-hmm. early, early days. I forget. It, I think Billy Madison comes before Happy Gilmore. I think it's number two movie after it, going overboard. It's it comes yeah. So Billy Madison comes out in ninety five and Happy Gilmore's ninety six. So this is like the Sandman starting to starting to roll here. Right. I just love the concept of this movie too. It's so like outlandish. You have like an adult man child who's like living in his like dad's mansion, just like his dad's like a hotel magnet like ultra billionaire and he's like oh by the way i had to bribe all your teachers to get you to through school because you're just like a little piece of shit billy (laughs) he's out there he's like smoking weed drinking beers lounging in the pool with his like clearly adult friends all the time lighting like dog shit on fire on people's houses and like running away and stuff and then his dad's like listen unless you get your shit figured out i'm cutting you off you get no money you get no nothing you're not inheriting this company so then they come up with an, a joint challenge, which is he's got to repeat all the levels of school, K through 12, and graduate if he's going to get, like, his dad's company and, like, stay stay in the family business. And then, obviously, like, a grown man who's, like, in his late 20s in kindergarten, like, finger painting. And then you got the O'Doyle rules. Oh, yeah. All the time. Like, he goes through, like, six different O'Doyles in his, like, trajectory. He, like... <laughs> He falls in love with like I forget was it like his fifth grade teacher Veronica Dawson. And then peeing your pants is cool. All the kids are doing it. They go on the field trip. Chris Farley's in that. He's the bus driver. Eats all the kids' lunches. <laughs> uh, Norm McDonald's in that. Uh, and then you've got the uh, <clears throat> the annoying like guy, and they have like a decathlon at the end. Billy's yeah, it's. It's such a funny movie. He like shows up to high school. He thinks he's like hot shit. He's driving this Trans Am with a jean jacket, and everybody's like, "You're a loser, dude. <laughs> you went through high school ten years ago." But man, is that movie funny? You can always get a laugh out of it because it's just like the concept's so silly. And it's just like perfect Sandler. Like he's he's doing everything. He's doing the voices. He's doing the shtick. Like it's some good old fashioned Sandler. I think as a child, as like a child going through puberty, watching that film. Uh, the hardest part to watch was when they did the uh, the strip uh, study night and he kept getting things wrong and she kept putting clothes back on <laughs> and and then she just leaves. Oh, and then like <laughs> he's reviewing and it's it's the bus driver, Chris Farley. And he's like, yeah. you, are, you are correct. <laughs> he's like taking off a bra. Yeah. Dude, and then the the guy on the stilts at his birthday at his uh graduation party for one of the grades, like he just falls over and cracks his head open, and then like is still there later in the film. There, is, yeah, there's a, is there like a yeah, like the the clown. He's like bleeding out. He's just like fucking half dead. Well, and then you have like the thing of like the the principals, like a secret wrestler, and he doesn't want to get that out because he accidentally like crushed a dude in his former wrestling career. <laughs> and then at the end, um, uh, wait, who's the guy from Boardwalk Empire? God, I always forget his oh, name. Oh, Buscemi. Buscemi. Buscemi's yeah. like listen. He's like 
He's got like a kill list. And then Billy calls him. He's like, I'm sorry for being a dick. And then you're like, he's putting on the lipstick and he just crosses <laughs> Billy's name off the list. <laughs> and then the penguin. Oh my God. Dude, this is an absurd. It's an absurd movie. It it's doesn't make any absurd. sense. No. It's definitely not one of Sandler's like more quotable ones. Like I can tell that this is like his early, early stuff of like him coming down to SNL and trying to figure things out as like an actor because he hasn't quite gotten like the catchphrase part down yet, which he gets in Happy Gilmore. But a he's got more. a vision. Oh, yeah. yeah, but he's like, this is like him refining it. This is why like you definitely have like your top tier of Sandler movies. This is in it, but it's not at the, it's not like the top of the top, but it still has to go in the first round in my opinion. Yep. I agree. Well, there's only three movies to go in the first round. Eight Crazy Nights. I think that was... I don't know that people would have thought that was going in the first... I think it's a good movie. I don't know about first round good, but for a first pick, I mean, that's like... It, this is... This trends in your direction. It'll keep it... It'll keep you laughing. That's the thing. It does. It's kind of a holiday movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of limited with the holiday movie. It's okay. Dustin would be like, you're setting the narrative. Oh, God. <laughs> we love you, old Dutch. Marguerite, you can watch a holiday movie in the summer. Ad <laughs> time, babies. Ad time. We got a brand new ad for you. Hope you enjoy it. Draft more. This episode of Mount Draftmore brought to you by 69.9 FM, The Mountain. We bring you the hardest rock for the hardest dudes who are rock hard, hard rock dudes. Next time you hop in your car on your way to the Biscuit Factory, turn on 69.9 FM, The Mountain. Where we've got the hardest rock for the hardest dudes who are rock hard. Nothing but hard rock, hard dudes who play hard rock in our rock hard. You'll find nothing but hard rocking on 69.9 FM. The Mountain. Now sit back and rock out to the latest from some other hard rock dudes. Nickelback. Mount Draftmore. Big shout out to the mountain before round two. Round two. Matty Ice, you got your second pick after Billy Madison. Man, looking at this list, there are so many Adam Sandler movies and so many hits. But I got to go with another one of his earlier works. <clears throat> going to nineteen ninety eight. I'm going with the Water Boy. Ooh, Water Boy! Like nineties sports Sandler is pretty incredible. Not only has come out in ninety six with Happy Gilmore, but two years later he's like, I see you're Happy Gilmore, and I'm gonna take it a whole different direction. I'm getting into foot. Mama don't want me to play football, and he's gonna become the Water Boy. I mean, Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher <laughs> is an iconic <laughs> Sandler character. My lord, a grown man who was a water boy for a Louisiana, like University of Louisiana football team, and then gets kicked out because it's absurd that he's an adult, like water boy. And then he's all, you know, he's taking care of his mom out in the bayou. He rides a tractor to work and all this <laughs> stuff. 
<laughs> and then eventually he starts, he, he wants to be the water boy so damn bad because he has such a passion for the water that he ends up at like this like shithole of a community college, like South Louis, Southeast Louisiana State University or South Central or whatever. It's like SCLSU or something like that. The Mud Dogs. And they're just like a complete crap hole of a team. You got like the, like if like farmer family. Like, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. And then uh, you got just like a whole host of characters of, you know, like called like Needle Dick. And it's just, he eventually gets so fed up. He tackles everybody and there's like, damn, Waterboy's got skills. And becomes a starting linebacker who, who just out of pure rage of, feeding off of his internal demons of hating other people who have made fun of him <laughs> becomes like an NFL draft prospect and he's so damn good. And there's just like, Oh my God, that movie is so funny. <laughs> like the whole cast of characters from, from his mom to like Mr. Coach clan to like his, his girlfriend, uh, like everybody in that movie. Is so damn funny, dude. His mom is fucking hilarious. This uh, here's a, a little quote: "Mama, when did Ben Franklin invent electricity? That's nonsense. I, I invented, invented electricity. electricity. Ben Franklin <laughs> is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love school and I love Coach Klein. I love football. You can do it. Cover Winkler in bees. <laughs> you can do it. You can and do it." it. You can do, do it. it all night long. You can do it. You can do it, Mickey. <laughs> Kick him in his hairy balls. You can do it. Cut his freaking balls off. <laughs> <laughs> his freaking head off. You can do it. Cut it. Lots of cutting heads off. There's so many. There's so you many. Can do it. Quotable things in that movie. Cut his fucking head off. Water Mr. sucks. It H2O. really, really sucks. It's true. Gatorade. H two O. Then you've got like the weird thing with Coach Klein. It has like a some weird PTSD. He's all a sad sack, and then he like starts envisioning baby head, baby head, dog I'm puppies. I'm a woo woo woo. And then he gets the girl. And they ride yeah. on the tractor. Yeah. And he, he graduates and dad, and his high dad school. shows up. Yeah. And she goes all beast mode on him. Bobby, I saw you on TV. <laughs> Hell with that, dummy. We could be like Tiger Woods and his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to go back to school. Classic movie. Classic Sandler movie. So good. It really is. Damn. Tough act to follow. Yep. Tough to follow up the water boy. I, too, am going to go with the 98. I, I feel like I already got a not too disappointed because I already got Happy Gilmore. Got the golf film. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? I think my second pick, I'm going to take The Wedding Singer. Mm. That's another early Adam Sandler, but it kind of it kind of flexed a little bit of little bit of emotion out of the guy. He wasn't just a goofball. It's shown his range a little bit. It's sure. it's a comedy, but it's like a rom-com. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, and then he becomes like the king of rom coms in the early two thousands. It's the first time he's with Drew Barrymore. They Power hit it couple, off. man. They've Power got couple. great chemistry on screen. He in the very beginning of the movie, he's a wedding singer. He's about to get married himself, and then he gets left at the altar. He knows Drew Barrymore. 
Drew Barrymore's character because she's like a waitress, like in a catering company. Yeah, for the service that that's there when he's wedding singing, and she's got a crush on him, but she's also married to this asshole. What's her name? Because it's it's like a almost an alliteration between the first and last name. Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. Yeah, he does that a lot because, like, in the Waterboys, Vicky Valancourt. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. So yeah, her Julia name. Her name's Julia something. But and then it'll the guy, be a Julia it'll Gulia. be Julia Gulia. But his name's Robbie Hart, and she's like Julia Hart, and she likes that. But he love doesn't. stinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love, love stinks. stinks. Love stinks. <laughs> <clears throat> Great. It's old. The old white lady who's singing Rapper's Delight. Yeah. I said hip, hip hop. A hippie to the hippie to the hop, hop, hop. But don't stop rocking to the band. Yep. Yeah. That, she goes hard. Lots, like all Adam Sandler movies, cast of characters. The guy who is his caddy in Happy Gilmore is like his best friend in Wedding Singer. Yeah, he's like a limo driver. Exactly. And he wears the Michael Jackson red jacket yep. and the glove. A mustache. It's like just the fact that they did an eighties movie in the nineties is just really funny because it's like that wasn't that long ago actually. Right. <laughs> and uh it wasn't ironic yet. What is the guy what is the main guy's name? The bat the douchebag guy. Something Gulia. Yeah, something Gulia. Well, male Gulia, super prick, he dresses like a like a stock boy. Like he looks like a stockbroker. Also, kind of like a ripoff Miami Vice at the time. Dude, he does. Characters you love to hate. A happy ending. Spoiler alert. Billy Idol's in that too. Billy Idol is in that. Epic airplane scene. Yeah. White wedding. Yeah. Solid movie. Yeah. and, And Sandler's showing off like his, like, he's actually a really good musician if you think about it. Like, he's got really good like vocals and he puts that to use oh yeah he sings a lot he does like a little bit of, he does covering obviously because yeah. it's, it's wedding singing but he also has some original songs that he sings because it wouldn't be adam sandler if he wasn't singing goofy stuff every now and again hey linda yo a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i love that he's playing like remember he's playing that bar mitzvah and uh yeah julia is like working it too and then like the kid who just like it's his bar mitzvah, like right. He likes he does pulls a little move, and she's like, whatever, just put your hands on my ass. It's fine. Yeah, because no none of the girls would dance with him. Mm-hmm. So, she so now he's got street cred. Him. Yeah, he's got all the cred. All the guys were like, damn, he was getting that grown tail. Girls in the eighties were cool, except for his like <laughs> fiance who left him at the altar. Oh yeah, she's Linda. No Linda, and then she comes Linda. back around after he'd been drinking all night. Oh, dude, she looks fugly. She's on some like Elvira shit. And then, Ooh. like, she answers the door in his t-shirt, and Julia's <clears throat> like, "What's going on here?" And she totally like throws him under the bus, like, "Oh yeah, we're back together. It's fine. Oh yeah, yeah." yeah Insult to injury, because then she like runs. Yeah, and originally she runs off, and then she's like, figures out, "Oh wait, I want to be with Robbie because Robbie's like a stable, good dude." You know what? She does try to come back. She does think he's stable. Yeah. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. Hey, Linda. You're a bitch. <laughs> I, want that, I want that as a sound bite. You're a bitch. 
There you go. That's that little snippet right there. You're a bitch. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> but good, good old-fashioned Sandman in that one right there. That's It's great, and he kind yeah. of flexes a little bit in that movie in ways that he perhaps has not in his latter career. Well, he has a little bit now with Uncut Gems, for example, but in, in some of his latter career funny comedy movies, let's say he hasn't flexed as much. No, you're right. Well, it's because it's like the later stuff has been more of like an ensemble thing. Like he hasn't done too much like solo stuff that's been comedic. It's been more like he's getting into more solo serious stuff, but the comedies have been like, hey, Kevin James, what you doing? David Spade, what you doing? Yeah. Rob Schneider, what you doing? Like, let's hang out. But he's also also on that fat deal from Netflix. Yeah. And so it's kind of like athletics, right? When you're young and you don't have the big contract yet and you're still on your rookie contract. You got to be grinding, yeah. Yeah, you're grinding. Like, you're really working hard, trying to innovate, like, be the best in your field. Then once you get that big payday, you get comfortable. And so that's kind of like, he's like, yep, I'm guaranteed these films on Netflix. Like... Mm -hmm. Gonna I'm gonna make... take care of me and my boys. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, he seems like a good dude. He does seem like a good dude. He just hoops. All right, Dylan. It. What what you got? Um, okay. <clears throat> I'm going with the Paul Thomas Anderson, who is a great director, uh, classic Adam Sandler film, Punch Drunk Love. Um definitely a more serious film in the Adam Sandler repertoire. Um, you might put it up there with some of his other serious films like Rain Over Me, for example. This film is very much like an art house style, I would mm-hmm. say. You know, got that indie music, got the long scenes with a lot of silence to let you soak everything up. Uh, Adam Sandler is just this like lonely bachelor, clearly frustrated and angry with his life, but burying pretty much all of it. Um, and And then... It all comes out, and this is probably why he got hired for the for the part, because Adam Sandler's anger on screen is so palpable. You know, it's so explosive and and also funny, but it could be scary if viewed the right the wrong way. And and so that's probably why he got the part, because like his character is legitimately angry. Um, great film absurd at the same time. Like his grand plan is to basically scheme this, 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 uh, this reward system of buying pudding to rack up like millions of frequent flyer miles. Um, (laughs) that's his like, that's his like grand plan. Uh, he meets a girl along the way, um, to try before he meets a girl though, he, he calls a sex worker line to try to like abate, abate his loneliness. And she ends up blackmailing him. Um, and then sending her four brothers after him to beat his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Then he beats their ass. Um, they end up putting his girl that he meets Lena, uh, in the hospital. Um, and he goes and hunts those motherfuckers down in California. Like he drives or maybe flies across the country to go get those guys. Um, which apparently which scares the living shit out of them. Um, and then she, he goes back to, to Lena and they end up happy ever after. I highly recommend it. Great film. Absolutely fantastic movie. Definitely. Uh, and, and, and you get to see Adam Sandler in a different role, which is fun. It's fun with, with 
actors like Adam Sandler who often very purposefully put themselves in similar roles a lot um, because probably, you know, that's what they're comfortable with. Like Will Ferrell in Stranger Than Fiction, one of his best roles, right? Adam Sandler, Punch Drunk Love, one of his best roles. I've uh, only ever seen bits and pieces of that movie. I've never actually seen the whole thing beginning to end. So I added to my list. You got to add it to your list. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, so good. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have more to say, but I haven't seen it all the way through. So, But good job selling it, though. I want to watch it. Thank you. The pudding scheme, man. The pudding scheme. The pudding scheme. Pudding scheme. Six down. Time to get into halftime. When you've made a bunch of movies like Adam Sandler has, surely you will have made some duds. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes, indeed. There's some dumpster fires here. Should we talk about those? Let's talk about them. The 45th, that is his last place movie, has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Certified spoiled goods. Get it out of your house. It's a dumpster fire. Put it in the landfill with (laughs) E.T., because it belongs there. Consens- critics' consensus every bit as lazily offensive as its cast and concept would suggest. The Ridiculous Six's standard couch fare for Adam Sandler's fanatics and must avoid viewing for film enthusiasts and for film enthusiasts of every other persuasion. Well, doesn't he play a Native American in that film? So it's also like kind of offensive too, if I'm if I remember that correctly. I mean, it says that it's a, it's lazily offensive. He does look like they're trying to make him Native American. Oh, my fucking God. I remember trying to watch this when it came. I think it was a Netflix. I think that's yeah. when he started his Netflix run. If it's a Netflix one, it's got Will Forte, Taylor Lautner, Steve Buscemi. I believe it has... Um, it's got some talent. Who's the, who's the... Who is the You Can Do It guy? Oh, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, because it's supposed to be a spoof of like the Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely not a good film. I tried no. watching it. Uh, I think I got through the first 20 minutes and I was like intoxicated. And I couldn't make it through. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah, I was definitely intoxicated on multiple substances. I tried. I tried. All right, I put forth every effort. It's not good at all. It's very, very bad. Have you seen Jack and Jill? Oh, man. No. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. But the concept makes me not want to watch it. Dude, it's ridiculous. There's a scene where the, they're, they're at the fucking dinner table, and and they're talking to each other, and it's and you just kind of question, like, why, why did Adam Sandler do this on purpose? To, like, make a bad film? <laughs> but here's the thing. One of them he did do, which is Hubie, all right, Hubie Halloween. He made that as a joke because he was talking about, like, I could make a, a, ba- a, film, a film so bad, but people would still watch it. I actually like Hubie Halloween. He gets good people to co-star with him in these. Yeah. Like, in Jack and Jill, 3% Rotten Tomatoes. Certified garbage. Can't even, You wouldn't even waste your time wiping your ass with this movie. Just don't even, don't even fucks with it. With Adam Sandler, Katie Holmes, Al Pacino, Alan Cor- Covert. I mean, Pacino. 
Yeah, fucking Pacino. I think it's because he's a nice guy in Hollywood and has a lot of friends. Probably he's got a good reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he people like him. And probably people are probably understand too. Even if the movie sucks, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna make money. I, yeah, I think that's the thing. They realize like I'm gonna make money off this, and I'm gonna have fun making it. Yeah. You can't be doing serious stuff all the time. You know, you have some levity. Yeah. Yeah. I want to come back to Hubie Halloween though. That's not the worst film he's made. No, but he the, the whole con, the reason why that film exists is that it was him basically kind of proving is like a proof of concept that he can make literally anything. And, oh, absolutely. And that it would still work. Oh, he, another bad film. You got Bulletproof on there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be like what? An action thriller? It's like serious. Yeah. I've seen it on TBS. And he's handcuffed for most of the movie. It's not good. No. It's It's a stinker. It's got Damon Wayans in it. Back in the 90s, that was, those were big names. Not good. Then there's Grown Ups 2, as if Grown Ups needed a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) They need another vacation, though. But it has that whole cast. David Spade, Chris Rock, Kevin James, Adam Sandler. Like, they were all hitters, which is crazy. Like they were knocking it out the park in the nineties. Well, that and you've got other things like, um, like you don't mess with the Zohan. Oh my god! God damn it! And is that also like a shameless endorsement of the Israeli state's like military programs? Basically, well, yeah, because he's like, I'm an Israeli commando who's comes over to the United States to become a hairdresser. But then he like totally leans into the whole like Arab versus Israeli conflict, you know? Yeah, that's a weird movie. It's a weird it's take. A very weird movie. <laughs> it's a weird take. Like he's joking about something that's like really serious, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, look at these friendly like Arab Americans that are all in my neighborhood that want to kill the Israelis and what and like vice versa, like. That's yeah. It's all fun and games, though. Look how silly we all are. It's it's such a weird movie. Uh, that's where someone else should have looked at the script. Yeah. Before it got made. Yeah. Somehow uh, it passed the quality control. Yeah, they're like, wow, we don't see any issues here. All right. Palestine never heard of it. Yeah. What do you say we get back to the get back into the draft? Well, okay. Okay. Mount draft more. Mount draft more. Uh, draft more Dylan give us a recap of the teams please oh yes please uh let us go with eight crazy nights punch drunk love from me Ben had happy Gilmore and the wedding singer and Maddie had Billy Madison and the water boy getting into that third round oh yeah Dylan you're gonna start us off punch drunk love and all that fun jazz man uh I'm like really torn between two options and I'm fucking sad that I'm not going to get probably both of them. So I got to go with the one that, uh, I is near to and dear to my heart. I grew up with it. Uh, I'm going to go with big daddy, big daddy, big daddy for the third round pick. I, round I, three. Oh yeah. I love big daddy. Um, God, he so big daddy adam sandler is once again a bachelor this is still his phase of movies where he's a bachelor um and he's very irresponsible he has a beautiful 
girlfriend who wants who is like pursuing a career uh and and as a lawyer and uh he he's he's a law school dropout he didn't take his bar exam um and he's surviving off money that he made by his getting his foot run over by a yeah it's a lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> just like on a phone call with his dad he says it's kick the money's kicking ass in the stock market um and then he sends his buddy off his buddy's going to Hong Kong. John for, Stewart. Yep, John young Stewart. Young John Stewart. Yeah, young One John Stewart. One of the Stewart. few times you see him in a movie. Yeah. Yes, because then he gets the Daily Show. But uh, yeah, and and John Stewart goes off to Hong Kong, and then a kid shows up on um, the main character's door the next day, and the kid is John Stewart's. But Adam Sandler ends up taking him in, and teaching him some very inappropriate things, including uh, how to uh, trip uh, uh, rollerbladers <laughs> in Central how to Park. Piss on a wall. How to piss on a wall properly? Actually, my dad taught me how to do that. Eh, it's a it's a rite of passage. Yeah, it's a yeah. rite of passage to piss on a wall somewhere with your dad. Um, what else? Oh man, uh, uh, like how to blow bubbles and like slurp his spit and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Dent cans to get them half price yeah. at the grocery store. Uh, say very inappropriate things like uh, calling. Oh, who is Judd Apatow's wife? She's in that movie. I can never remember her oh, name. Oh God, yeah, I know. And he she's call- in This Is Forty and yeah, other comedy. And films. Adam Sandler calls her. Um, <laughs> he makes fun of the fact that she worked at Hooters, and she's like, "That was like twenty years ago." <laughs> He does it all the time too. He, he, like he's just not letting it go. Yeah, her name, well, her actor's actress's name is not Corinne, but her character's name is Corinne in that movie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then he ends up hooking up with her sister, who is somehow not disgusted by him, and uh, and he matures and goes to court to get the kid loses because he's not the biological father. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a random dude. He's just a random dude who was very bad influence. Yep. Sonny, that's his name. Sonny, Sonny. Yeah. And then but then he gets the girl, he goes back to law school, and then he gets her pregnant and he still has a good relationship with the kid cuz the kid's father John Stewart comes back. It's a heartwarming movie. It's great. And uh okay, this is inappropriate, but Rob Schneider basically does blackface in the movie as an Indian guy. And um and they make fun of him like spelling hippopotamus and the kid's like or out of sunny he's like man the kid can spell better than you um definitely jokes that you cannot make anymore you can't make those anymore no and i hesitate to laugh at them but but there's a lot of interesting things in this movie to say the least yeah, it it's it's a classic Sandler one again, like where it's just it's you know he did a really good job in the late, especially in the late nineties, early two thousands, being like the eligible bachelor. That's like I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm irresponsible, but I'm also like you're really gonna root for me though, and I'm gonna show mm-hmm. you a lot of growth. Yeah, um, yeah, kangaroo show, kangaroo show, kangaroo show, scuba Steve, scuba Steve. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want his loft. I always like yeah, ever since I, loft. dude, ever since I saw Rooftop that, I was like, access? My God. I'm going to have a loft like that someday. And then I think all the Gen Xers bought them up. Yeah. Well, they, I don't think they ever existed. No. Sorry. That's oh, like a, that's, that's like sad. a $10,000 a month type of thing. <clears throat> you know, it's crazy money, stupid money. Yeah. And it's a fraction of that size in real life. Oh it yeah. Ha- it doesn't have this cool like catwalk system where there's like a bedroom upstairs and 
Well, I think stuff. there was a sweet spot in the late 2000s where you could probably get a loft situation in a city in like a newly renovated warehouse because people weren't moving back to cities yet. That started at about 2008 when millennials began graduating from also, college. Also, I might be wrong, but isn't the guy like where his ex like runs off with like the older dude, isn't he the professor from Waterboy? The wrinkly balls? Yeah, isn't he the <laughs> same guy? Yeah, he like is. Like the Colonel Sanders in Waterboy? I'm pretty I think sure he is. might be, yeah. Guy. He's got a five-year plan. He's got a five-year plan. <laughs> and they're, they're at a Hooters at the very end. <laughs> yeah. Like it comes full circle. Hey, Sid. <laughs> and is then that I'm pr- the guy with the old balls? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, well, I, I'm, he might not be the same guy, but isn't, well, no. No, it's not the same guy, but same guy as the water boy, I'm pretty sure. thought there was another movie that he might also be in, but I think it's just those two. Oh, what a great film. Funny film, though. Funny, funny, funny film. And on to you, Ben. So for my next pick, I'm going to pick something that is generally not liked by critics, but I don't care about them. Yeah, yeah fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. We're Most some hard dudes. Like, yeah, we're hard dudes. We go hard. Hard bodies. Listen Got hard to hard rock music. I don't have a hard on. <laughs> <laughs> Just me? I took those uh, Rhino 33 pills. I'm sorry. Damn. On the way to the Biscuit Factory, <laughs> listen to the mountain. Maybe don't do that on the way to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. I'm going to take The Cobbler. Oh. So in The Cobbler, Adam Sandler is like this stressed out, like worn out cobbler. He's fixing shoes. And his machine breaks down. And it's going to be some time before it can get fixed. And he's like, damn, I have all these shoes I have to fix. So he goes into the storage section, the storage basement. I don't know if it's a basement or a storage unit that's connected to it. I can't remember. It might be a basement. But he finds this old sewing machine. He starts fixing the shoes with him. But man, wouldn't you know that sewing machine is magic. And And when he fixes shoes with the machine... And then he puts the shoes on. He becomes that person. This is—is is this kind of? It's kind of like a uh, twist on. You ever watch the movie Like Mike? Kinda mm-hmm. with yeah. like Lil Bow Wow, where he finds Michael Jordan's old tennis shoes. And now he can like ball out. Oh yeah, he has those right. skills. But he, like Adam Sandler, like physically looks like oh, wow. this person. He like transforms into them. So that's it's like, cool. It's like a walk in their shoes, right? Yeah, walking a mile in someone else's shoes. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of room for some some cool storytelling with that because it's an Adam Sandler movie. They hijinks. They yeah, it's more hijinks yep. than anything, but it's still good. Um, there's some stuff going on with his family and his dad not being around, and he's in charge of the family business and doesn't really want to do that. But yep. yeah, it's complicated. It's got a couple regulars, Steve Buscemi coming back, mm-hmm. but then it's also got. Uh, oh, dude, who's the guy from Meet the Fockers? Ben Stiller. No, no, not ben Owen Stiller. Wilson. Ben Stiller's dad in Meet the Fockers. Oh, oh, uh, Dennis. Uh, no, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Yep. Dustin Hoffman's in it. Um, yeah, good movie. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I'll, Meth- I haven't seen Method it. Man's in it. Man. Ooh, I like Method Man. I like them. Like him in Red Man and How High. Yeah, yes. That would be a good draft, stoner comedies. Stoner I don't know if there's enough of them. I feel like there is. Mm, yeah. Well, like it, Half could, of them would be Cheech and Chong movies, but. Yeah. 
Interesting. Oh, it. something to come back to. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could do that. Everyone would get a Harold and Kumar. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, John Cho. I mean, the live action Scooby Doo. Oh, yep. Did you watch that live action um, Cowboy Bebop? I did. What'd you think of it? So, um, I liked it actually as a guilty pleasure. Um, I thought that um, all the actors were really great uh, for the main trio. Um, the the story between Vicious and Julia was bizarre. I don't know why they did that. Um, I, I guess I understand why, but it, it just went to weird places, like uncanny, very strange places. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think that there were really good parts of the show and it had a lot of potential and they, they didn't do it right. That's that's what I'll say. They didn't do it quite right. And that's why it got canceled. It's kind of what happens with... Animation. Wait, it officially got canceled. Oh yeah, that shit's canceled. Which Damn. is sad. I actually would have watched the second season. I would have too. Damn, the casting was good enough. It was good enough. Spike, uh, not not Spike. Um, Jet, yeah. the actor who plays Jet was perfect. Yeah, he was great. It had me like questioning, like, whoa, wait, was that the original voice actor in my head? Even though I knew it wasn't, because he was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah, almost everything you said I totally agree with. Yeah. It was a good guilty pleasure watch. Mm -hmm. There were some directions they went where I was like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Ed at the end was very strange. Yeah, the end was strange. And then the way way they introduced the fourth fourth member was like, ah. Yeah. 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 Matt, did you see? No. I haven't seen it. Okay. Well... I can't necessarily recommend it. I'll say I, I can't. It's not bad, but it's not. It's not like good. you could watch it once and be satisfied with okay. it. Okay. Yeah. It's a good way to get you interested in watching the actual anime, which is way better. Yes. Gotcha. Way better. I see. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt. Third third pick. Go for it. <clears throat> All right. Next pick. I'm going to go with uh, transitioning my way into the 2000s here. I'm going to go with Mr. Deeds. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Strike me if this sounds familiar eligible bachelor Adam Sandler character who's just a good dude wants to kind of do his own thing gets thrust into all crazy situation does that sound familiar that sounds pretty familiar yeah it's kind of his bread and butter especially in the early 2000s but Mr. Deeds is funny in its own right because like again really silly story you got Longfellow Deeds again where he comes (laughs) up with these names who the hell knows who lives out in like the BFE who was like a volunteer firefighter who like his big dream is to like, he writes in his spare time. He enjoys writing Hallmark cards <laughs> and he wants, but they're not Hallmark cards. They're cards that he wants Hallmark to make. Like that's his, that's his pie in the sky dream He's like, I'm going to have a card that Hallmark will publish again. Lofty. Ridiculous concept, like completely ridiculous concept, but his whole town's full of characters. You got like, the lady who runs the pizza joint that he like lives in, uh, Kathy Bates, who's also in other Sandler movies. She's got they must have a pretty good working relationship. Buscemi's like the crazy guy, like I forget the character's name, but he's got like cross-eyed and whatnot, and he's like always ends up in jail because he's doing like crazy stuff. He's like, Hey, deeds. Saw so, man, I think he was trying to cast a spell on me, the mailman, but maybe he was just waving. <laughs> and then uh all sorts of other people, but the whole concept is that like 
deeds get, gets mistaken as the last living descendant of this like the Blake this dude Blake who is like a mount who dies on Mount Everest and he owns like a <laughs> multimedia corporation that's like gigantic so now deeds becomes a billionaire overnight and everybody's like who the hell is Longfellow deeds and he's just like this regular dude who's you know like a nice guy but he gets over his head people try to take advantage of him like there's the corporate sharks element there but then he like he's hanging out in New York with like John McEnroe. They're causing all sorts of hijinks. They love John they're McEnroe. Like, they're smoking cigars, drinking beers in the street. You got this reporter who wants to like infiltrate and like basically like get to know who Deeds is. But then since she sees it as him as a story to begin with, so she like lies about who she is. And eventually she's like, "No, he's a really good guy, and I really want to like be with him, even though I've lied to his face this entire time." And then, like, there's a big, big old debacle. And then it turns out that Deeds wasn't even really entitled to the money in the first place. It was really his butler, like Antonio or whatever. And uh, who's very sneaky? Very, 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 very. Is that John Tutoro? John Tutoro, yeah. God, legend. Very, very sneaky. Um, and then, it, <laughs> and then it all just kind of goes back to normal. And then, like, Deeds ends up buying like everybody in his little small ass town in upstate New York, like a Corvette or whatever, including like. Crazy, crazy eyes. That's who Buscemi's character is in that movie. Crazy eyes, and crazy eyes should not be driving a Corvette. Be considering that his completely cross-eyed. But then all his buddies like, "Hey, there's Deeds." <laughs> so, funny movie, classic, like good-hearted comedy from good old-fashioned Adam Sandler early two yeah. thousands. Definitely from his golden era of filmography. Mm-hmm. Yes. But also, like, a crazy cast of characters in that movie besides the regulars like Buscemi, Kathy Bates. Um, you also get, like, Jared, uh, God, blanking on his name. He plays, like, Max, who's, like, the executive. Not, like, the company executive, but, like, the, the news executive. An anchor? Yeah, like, his name's, like, Jared something or other. I'm blanking on his, but he's, like, a serious actor. He does, like, all sorts of serious stuff. Jared Leto? No... I don't remember his name, but it's he's just, he's like a like a well known actor. Jared Harris. Jared Harris, yeah, like Jared Harris is in that movie, which is hilarious. All sorts of people are in that movie, which is really funny. But it's a funny movie. You you, you when Deeds comes on, you're like, yeah, I'll watch it. It's Deeds. He's, they're singing like Space Oddity in the helicopter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what immediately when we drafted ballads, that's what popped in my head. That's funny. Third round in the books. Quick ad, and then we'll get back to it. Mount Draftmore. Woo-wee! It's that time of year once again, y'all. Howdy doody, it's truck month. Get your tailgate down to truck surplus for all your truck needs. We've got white trucks, gray trucks, black trucks, blue trucks, Green trucks, red trucks, and yellow trucks. Need a small truck? We've got it. Or a big truck? You betcha. Rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, four wheel drive, all wheel drive. We've got all the trucks. Old trucks, new trucks, short trucks, tall trucks. Which trucks? Every trucks. Cement trucks, dump trucks, garbage trucks, fire trucks, semi trucks, whole trucks, Tonka trucks, and tow trucks. We've got trucks for all ages and all genders. And just in time for the holidays, we've got monster trucks. Already got a truck? We've got trucks for people with trucks. Get down to Truck Surplus today and get our special second truck discount. 
25% off your second truck purchase. And do you own a pair of trunks? Wear your trunks in for your next purchase and get our trunk truck discount worth up to 8% off your total at checkout. We've also got all your truck accessories. Feeling self-conscious about your masculinity? We've got you covered. Come pick up a pair of plastic balls for your hitch and feel like a real American again. Because it's truck month, baby. Get ready for a hot truck summer. 2022, we've got the truck for you. Poor credit? No worries. Past bankruptcies? Not a problem. Our loan officers are ready to wheel and deal. These trucks are hotter than Georgia asphalt, y'all. So come down to Truck Surplus and pick up your new truck or truck accessories today. What do you got? First thing I say, if you're not playing the mountain in your truck, you're not doing it right. Just yep. saying. That should be your autom- that should be your first preset. You should probably have a, truck. a mountain bumper sticker as well. Yeah. But on your truck, you got to get a truck. Yep. Then you listen to the mountain. That's yep. right. And also our podcast. <laughs> that, that's already assumed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, my last pick, again, strike me if this formula sounds very familiar. Adam Sandler's character, eligible bachelor, very nice guy who just seems to can't figure it out. And when he does, there's a catch. 51st Dates, y'all. Classic, oh. classic rom-com. This is actually one of my favorite rom-coms. Simply because of its rewatchability. Like, it, it's a movie that you could put in at any time. It's got good laughs. It makes you feel good. And like the concept is it isn't super out of the realm of like Sandler silliness, even though it is a little silly, like the whole like short term memory being all messed up, that kind of a thing. But in any case, the plot is that you've got this dude, I'm Sandler's character, I'm blanking on the name, but he's like he works at a zoo in Hawaii and his big goal again, guy with crazy goals he wants to like fix up his boat sail to alaska and do some like marine biology or something but he's like a player Hmm. because he lives in hawaii he's eligible bachelor so he's shacking up with chicks left and right and then he's like getting on out of there because he you know he fears attachment or something this dude's got some issues clearly like he he clearly does not want to get attached to anybody so he he's just like racking up chicks i'm out of here even going as far as making up that he's like a secret agent. In any case, he stumbles across like this one girl in this cafe one day with Drew Barrymore. Again, they come back. I think this is the second time they work together. They'll do it one more time after this. I think they work somehow like work it out like every, I think like every 10 years. They're a couple on, on in, in a movie, something like that. Let me fact check that. While yeah. Check that out. Uh, but she is a very lovely girl who happens to not have the ability to like save her. She doesn't have like short term memory. She only remembers, things from a long time ago because she got in this like really bad car accident. Can't remember her short term memories, like all gone now, but he's like, I lo- I'm really interested in this girl. And then it's all about like finding ways to get her to like fall in love with him like every single day. So he does different things of like trying to get capture her attention because her dad and then Sean Astin's also in that movie, which is really random. It was like her roided out like brother. <laughs> yeah. It's like super random. But then they do the weird ass thing where they like basically act like nothing ever happens. They do the they do ground. It's basically Groundhog Day. If Groundhog Day was more of a rom com, 
Because it's the same thing every single day, slightly different. But the, the family acts the same. But eventually, it all works out. And they start, like, dating, which is, you're like, how the hell does that work? Like, he has to convince her who he is and why they're together every single day. And eventually, she finds out the truth. But even that's showing the short term. So then she has to relearn everything every single day about why. they do it why. a video. They do it through shit. a video. And then they all end up in, like, at the very end where like they're married and they have a child. It's like, how the hell does this work? But damn, is it a good movie? It's, it's just so a good sweet. Imagine if you come to and you're pregnant and it's just like, Oh my God, how the hell did this happen? Uh, you have been artificially inseminated by an alien. Congratulations. <laughs> you don't remember anything, but you just fuck with her for one day. Just like, Oh yeah, you're like, they're going to come for you. They're harvesting your body. But it also has the same, like, Rob Schneider's in it. Classic. You got to have the Sandler sidekick. You got other ones. Like, Dan Aykroyd makes an appearance in this movie. Um, his, the actors who, the actor who plays Happy Gilmore's caddy, who's also in, like, all Sandler movies, he's also in it. Yep. His name's Tom. Uh, Sean Astin. You got Farmer Fran from Waterboy. He's the dad in this. I forget that actor's name, too. In Fifty First Dates, isn't he, like, doesn't he just say hi? I'm Tom. Yeah, that's all he says. Hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, just a classic, like good old fashioned Sandler rom com, and a very watchable movie even to this day. Even if you like, if you break it down, it's a completely ridiculous film. But it's and heartwarming. Funny. It's though. very heartwarming. Again, strike me if that sounds familiar. Eligible bachelor doing all the wrong things, stumbles into a crazy situation, but he has a heart of gold. Is it ethical? Is that situation ethical? Well, hey, the family consents. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just don't know if like a person like that can consent, you don't. know, because she's probably a dependent, right? She's probably, yeah. She's got to be a dependent. Well, but the thing is that like she, she has a license. She's able to drive. It's not like she's like impaired for any reason. It's just that she can't remember the previous day, right? Like she can remember within the day. It's just. Once that day changes, she doesn't remember the previous day. She only remembers, like, man, the previous years. That would suck. Yeah. But power couple again, Barrymore and Matt Sandler, tried and true. Amazing. Always works. Amazing. Always works. I think the next time they, they come together is what, like, they're, like, blended? Yep. Yep. Which was, how how many years apart were the, all those? So, Wedding Singer was 98. Fifty First Dates was 2004. Okay. So six years. Six years. But then 10 years after that mm -hmm. is blended in 2014. Damn, I was hoping it would be nice and, like, rounded, but... Right. If but when, when they're not a couple, it's funny because, like, Drew Barrymore is... She's always, like, if she's going to be in a couple in a film, it's either Sandler, Stiller, Jimmy Fallon, or, like, one other guy. It's, like, those full, like four possibilities. Interesting. Yeah. Dude, Drew Barrymore rocks, by the way. She's cool. Yeah, she's cool. She's been through a lot. And Talented. come out the other side. Yeah. Yep. Inspirational. Yeah. But anyway, fifth first dates. Fifty first dates. My fourth pick, I gotta take the last Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler movie, Blended. Because that's a great movie too. Their chemistry is on point. It's like they knew. It's like it's like they figured it out. It's like they have a formula and they figured it out. Adam Sandler in this one is a single dad. Who's trying to get back out on the dating scene because his wife has died and he's got three daughters. Let me guess, does he have a heart of gold? 
Oh, he's got a heart. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got a heart of gold. But he's also that good classic Adam Sandler Joker. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because there's like callbacks to other movies. So his wife worked at Hooters. <laughs> and so at the beginning of the movie, he goes on a date with Drew Barrymore and they go to Hooters and they have an awful time. Or like she has an awful time and he's just not engaged. He's just having a good time at Hooters. <laughs> what? Dr- she At one point she gets up to go to the bathroom and he drinks her beer. <laughs> and she comes back and eats something hot. And she's trying to find. She's like, "Where's my beer?" And she grabs the empty glass. She's like, "You drank my beer. What the fuck?" <laughs> so they were on a blind date, and then they end up in this weird roundabout way. So like, the lady that she's in business with is supposed to go on this trip with her fiance, and her fiance is Adam Sandler's boss. But then she finds out that like that her that this guy has kids and it breaks off the trip. So Adam Sandler moves in and gets that guy's tickets for the trip. And then Drew Barrymore moves in and gets her tickets for the trip. So she takes her two boys and he takes his three girls. And so they all go to Africa, but they're all in the same suite. And so that's kind of the premise of the movie. They're they're doing this African it's like adventure a big together. Blind date. Yeah, exactly. A family blind date. Yep. And he's they, got girls, she's got boys. <laughs> yep, and it works. And the things that he's awkward about with his girls, like she can pick up that slack and uh-huh. he can do the things with her boys that she really can't. So yeah, and they I become mean, a blended family. Man, I want to exactly. see this. Yeah. I'm sold. And it's actually pretty funny. Like Terry Crews is in it. Who doesn't love Terry Crews? I love Terry Crews. Who doesn't love Terry Crews? Of course, it has Rob Schneider in it. It's got to. I mean, uh, this is a like... If you think about people who've really carved out a role for themselves that will perpetually have work, goddamn, Rob Schneider, he doesn't make anything worth a damn, but you know he's just sitting back collecting checks. Yeah, he is. Joel McHale's in this, too. I mean, how much money do you think he made based off of, you can do it? I mean, he probably gets a, a, a nice slice of the Sandler, you know, pyramid. All those guys count, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so blended with my fourth pick. Nice. Well, I'm getting my fourth pick, which is awesome. Anger management. It's got Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. Um, Also, Marissa uh, uh, Tomei. Oh, from my cousin Vinny. And Luis Guzman. Um, Man. So Adam Sandler plays Dave Busnick. Uh, a mild manner businessman who, due to a misunderstanding on an airplane where all he wants, he just wants his luggage. And, 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 uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> this is post 9 11. The, uh, flight attendant doesn't want any, like, doesn't want to take any of his shit. And then, um, uh, what do you call the agents on the planes? T- TSA. TSA agent comes and just, like, tackles his ass oh air marshals yeah air an air oh, marshal marshal yeah yeah and tackles his ass and i think maybe even tases him and so he has to because of this uh dave uh was charged with assault and has to go to anger management with jack nicholson whose uh we'll say practice is unorthodox um and 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 this actually they have to hang out and what ends up happening is Dave has another incident, and now 
Jack Nicholson has to come live with Dave. Damn. Yeah. Yep. And and Jack Nicholson purposefully through his actions ends up pissing Dave off to the point where he just has like basically a nervous breakdown at some point in the film. Um, but through that, he can then lose, let go of everything and heal and not become an angry person anymore. And what you realize is he was angry all the time, but he was burying it deep down. Um, super funny film. Um, also ridiculous. Uh, at the beginning of the film, too, when Adam Sandler uh, uh, calls his boss before he gets on the plane, his boss goes, oh, how is St. Louis? Did you visit Hooters? <laughs> this guy, he loves Hooters. <laughs> He's a big Hooters guy. I guess. He's a Hooters guy. Adam Sandler's a Hooters guy. Also, I, being from St. Louis, I was always like, really? That's the place you're asking about? Although, I feel like, because when anger management's like, again, mid-2000s, Hooters had a big moment in the sun mid 2000s like early to mid 2000s think about how many times you saw hooters or hooters or hooters reference in a film between like 2000 and like 2009 yeah maybe it was it maybe was all it the damn time like i'm thinking the bad news bears with uh billy bob thornton they use hooters as a filming location in that film so <clears throat> maybe it was just maybe it was just the time i feel like hooters were popular back then hmm. but this is also like i remember this like like I feel pretty, oh so pretty. Mm. I feel pretty and witty and bright. They sing that in the car. Like Jack Nicholson forces him to sing it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. There's also the scene in in one of the anger management circles where this guy who's a, a ex soldier, he's a veteran. Uh, he goes, I still remember the the war. And Dave goes, Oh yeah. This guy's name is Chuck. Yeah, I remember waking up to the sounds of bombs dropping and children screaming. Dave goes, oh, you were in Vietnam? No, Granada. <laughs> Didn't that last like 12 hours? <laughs> I and I, that always cracked me up. It's uh, just one of those little things. Well, and this one also has like a bit of a twist because like I remember watching this movie and you're like, the therapist is like, he's devious. Like Jack Nelson's character, like he's up to something. He's shady. He's up to something. And then like, because he kind of like dupes Adam Sandler's character like repeatedly dude he gets him into legal trouble yeah and like he's like blurring the line of like ethical treatment and all this stuff including like <laughs> a perceived like stealing of his woman kind of yes thing. and then it all works out like it was just like an all an elaborate thing to like get him to understand who he is and all this stuff well, didn't he plant drugs on him at one yeah, point yeah <laughs> like it, there's some really messed up stuff <laughs> oh my god and, like he and ruins. he tries to get him to cheat <laughs> remember like yeah his whole he thing. absolutely ruins this guy's life yeah only to in the end to be like see i really helped you all along right yeah. but like dude that's not necessarily that didn't have to be the outcome the outcome could have been so different yeah you could at, at the end doesn't he like propose or something to like his girlfriend or something like that uh i think so yeah but but, it all works out but dude yeah. he could have murdered someone though oh yeah you could have pushed him to murder <laughs> it's, it's a really funny movie the fact that sandler got jack nicholson of all people to be in a movie oh my god again the the talent draw yeah. with this guy so that's my pick damn that's a pretty good draft y'all yeah some some hitters right here yeah some hitters, hitters, hitters. Well, it's time to make our cases. Make, 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 
make, make their case to be logical and clear. Yeah, for once, I don't have to go first. Matt, are you ready to make your case? Queued up. All right, to start off, I've got Billy Madison, The Waterboy, Mr. Deeds, 51st Date. Starting off with Billy Madison, this is beginnings of classic Sandman. I mean, hijinks, a, a grown man going K through 12 all over again to try to basically prove his dad wrong and be part of the family business. Hilarity ensues. Next up, you got the water boy, Bobby Boucher. I mean, everybody knows Bobby Boucher, right? H2O. Vicky Valancourt. <laughs> Football is the devil. Like, it's, it's one of the more quotable Sandler movies. Hilarious all the way through. Classic 90s Sandler. Transitioning into the 2000s, you get Mr. Deeds again. Just a, a random dude who just, you know, small town wants to make it big in the greeting card business. Becomes a billionaire overnight. Only to find out later in the movie that it really wasn't his money all along due to a secret love child. Again, a bunch of hilarious incidents with notable celebrity cameos by John McEnroe and others. And just a good old-fashioned Sandler movie again. And last but not least, 51st Dates, a rom-com. Ooh-wee. Right? You love some Sandler rom-coms, especially Drew Barrymore. Talk about uh, a crazy plot of like oh, Drew Barrymore's character who has no short-term memory and she has to fall in love with Adam Sandler's character over and over and over again every single day. He has to prove his love to her in unique, creative ways and they have to find ways of communicating and understanding each other throughout difficult times. So, great balance, great Sandler movies. Vote for me. Nice. Yep. My turn. Cue it up. I'm ready to make my case. What was that? There we go. Y'all, I have a pretty well-rounded lineup of Adam Sandler movies for you to check out. I think that I think you can leave this sitting of a four-movie marathon completely comfortable, confident, and pleased with what you've watched. I've got The Cobbler. That's a good starting point. You know, it's lighthearted. It's taking you, it's showing you a little range with Adam Sandler. Magical shoes. He find he's a cobbler, he's fixing shoes. His machine breaks, he finds a magical machine. He fixes shoes with the magic machine. Then if you put those shoes on, you turn into the person. You get to walk a mile in their shoes. At, well, or more than a mile. I mean, it's not distance-based, so. And it actually opens up a pretty cool world. They could have done some world-building Marvel style at the end of the movie. I don't know. Check it out. It's worth it. Then I've got two Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler classics, Wedding Singer from 98 and Blended from 2014. Both of them, I mean, it's that chemistry. It's really the chemistry. The lines, lots of quotable moments in Wedding Singer. Also, lots of great singing uh, cover or lots of great covers by Adam Sandler. And then the comedy in Blended is just spectacular. They, they're really still bringing it almost 20 years later. And then I think The Jewel, Happy Gilmore. If you haven't seen it, man, you're fucking up. You're stupid. Like, that. I feel like that is, to me, I think that's the best Adam Sandler movie. I could watch Happy Gilmore over and over and over and over again. It's the one that arguably, like, ages the best. It's so funny. It's very funny. Shoda! Shoda! Doesn't doesn't feature blackface. Meet us at the ninth green on nine. What's on the ninth green on nine? 
It's something secret for the pros. Cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> hey, have you uh, seen Shooter McGavin anywhere? No. Why? Uh, I just wanted to stick my foot up his ass or something <laughs> shit like that. Oh, or, I, oh, this beer bottle. Oh, there it is. I was looking yeah. for the other half of this beer oh, bottle. Th- there it is. And yep. yep, there's the other piece. I heard you broke a rake. No, no. I was just putting it back with the trees where it belonged. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here comes the putter throw. Oh, Gilmore shows restraint. (laughs) All right, Dylan, you ready to make a case? Yeah. All right. I've got Eight Crazy Nights, Punch Drunk Love, Big Daddy, and Anger Management. Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, I... I think that this is more than just a holiday movie. It's a ridiculous... It's a comedy of ridiculous proportions. Um, it's just off the, the, the fucking walls between the songs, the potty humor, um, and, and the characters themselves. Whitey being the most notably ridiculous character with his fucking feet. Um, and uh, crazy voice. <clears throat> Love that song. Uh, also, Adam Sandler does not have a heart of gold in this film. <laughs> he is a vile human being. Uh, somehow still gets a girl at the end. Hmm. Uh, Punch Drunk Love. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson film, who is renowned for uh, such films as uh, Magnolia or Vice or um, The Master or There Will Be Blood. And Adam Sandler happens to star in one of his films. Uh, definitely an art house film, indie classic. Um, also still manage it. Like you get to see Adam flex a little bit in this film. That's kind of nice. Brings an emotional magnetah to it. Magnetas, whatever. Big daddy, sweet heart of gold, eligible bachelor has to learn how to be a man grown up anger management. He gets angry. (laughs) (laughs) He gets angry. Accurate statement. Accurate statement. Very accurate statement. And that's the end of the draft. Now it is your turn to go online and let us know who you thought won. You can do that on Instagram. Search Mount Draftmore and follow so then you don't have to search every time and you can just see it every week. And after you listen, then you can vote. You can also check us out on the other social media spots. That'd be on Twitter at Draftmore. Facebook at Mount Draftmore. Let us know what you thought of the show. If there's anything that you would have picked that we missed. If there's a whole team that you could have made or you can tell us there which team you liked as well. As always, thank you for listening. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to listen to us, of all people. So thank you. And if you really like the show, share it with others. Share it with friends, family, on your social medias. You know, you can help us grow, and then we can make the show better. We appreciate that, and we appreciate that about you. Until next time, be safe. Take care. Bye.